Oh, like, because when I shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of this. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Episode number 1010 of Locked On Raptors. Is that how you say that? 1010? I don't really know. We're in the thousands now. I'm not sure how to say the numbers very well. Either way, I'm your host, Sean Woodley. Uh, today is Friday, August 27th, and uh, welcome to the show. You can always, of course, uh, subscribe, support the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. And you can sc- subscribe to the podcast here on YouTube. It's very much appreciated when you give us those subscriber dollars, not dollars, subscriber presses, uh, because it leads to dollars down the line. Let's be honest here. That's what we're all in it for. Uh, either way, uh, very happy to have you with us and uh, hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode. And we continue on with yesterday's guest as we have part two of the uh, musical homework episode, I guess is what we're calling it, where we're assigning each of the Toronto Raptors an album from the indie rock boom of 2000 to 2010 to prepare themselves for the upcoming season sarah mcdonald a wonderful music writer norman powell appreciator and more is here once again sarah how are you in the four minutes since last we recorded um just awful just like everything took a dive <laughs> i can't believe thinking about talking no, to me for another half an hour really got you <laughs> no. Huh? Fair no, no, no. i'm great i'm great i'm like low on caffeine and I'm starting to feel the heat because the world is melting, but otherwise I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had the AC on during our records here. I hope it's not too loud, but it's necessary because outside is a hell world. Um, We are going to decidedly offer you a diversion from outside on today's podcast as we are going to continue assigning musical homework to the Toronto Raptors for the upcoming season. Again, pulling from the very, very specific uh, and admittedly a white guy dominated era of indie rock from 2000 to 2010. That is something that we probably should have mentioned on yesterday's episode. It's, uh, you know, not exactly a balanced field of uh, entrance into this uh, conversation, Sarah. It's not awesome. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but hey, you know, it, it's, uh, it's it's just music. It and it, all they can do is it, call it to attention. Yeah. Yes. It's just yeah. the music um, industry being itself. That's a good point. Uh, all right, let's get to it here. Uh, yesterday, we spoke about Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Chris Boucher, Ken Birch, Ish Wainwright, and of course, Norman Powell. Uh, and now we are going to focus on six players from this year's Toronto Raptors. Maybe a couple extra uh, back of roster guys at the back end, but we're going to talk about OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Malachi Flynn, Goran Dragic, Precious Achua, and Malachi Flynn, or sorry, Utah Watanabe today. So that should be quite exciting. Let's start off with OG Ananobi, Sarah. One of the most intriguing players, maybe the most intriguing Raptor going into this season. There's a big breakout seemingly on the horizon. Everyone's very excited. The Raptors aren't showing him at all in terms of any of their social posts. It's very plotted and uh, seems pretty scientific in the way they're not doing that. Just building up the anticipation. My question for you here, Sarah, is what album have you chosen for OG Ananobi to listen to in preparation for his potential breakout season? Um... I picked Antics by Interpol because he's very serious, okay. very serious sure. guy, um, very quiet, but he's also really funny and mm-hmm. I think articulate in a way that 
kind of matches what's on this album. Like I think he thinks and speaks in a way that is like, he obviously knows what he means and he knows exactly what he's trying to communicate. But to the rest of us, you're like, I don't know if you're serious or if you're funny or if like you care. And I think that that fits with this album. And so like the reason I picked this one over like turn on the bright light or yeah, turn on the bright lights is um, the puppet video for evil. And that's, that's to me that I think like, I think of how um, funny OG is because he's so, so, so funny and he's so, so, so mm -hmm. serious. So you get that polarity, but he probably exists somewhere in the middle. And I would just love to uh, have like OG listen to evil or like come here. And I just, I honestly would just, I think I picked this because it's one of my favorite records and mm -hmm. OG is like my second favorite player. And I, I would just want to be like, hey, so what did you think of that? Like, what are you, <laughs> what are your, like, I want to know your thoughts. Like, that, that, that's pretty much my explanation for that record. I like it. I like it. I went a different direction for OG, similar in, in I guess, my sort of thinking about his sort of personality and how it might line up. I chose Everything All the Time by Band of Horses, uh, mm. mostly because it's an album that makes you feel things. There's like really, really big crescendos and like very big flourishes on that album. And to me, that, you know, OG is not a guy who outwardly projects his emotion, but we all need some emotional exercise from time to time, even if it's just on the inside. And feels like <laughs> listening to Band of Horses might be what can kind of get his internal juices flowing a little bit, uh, even though he's, again, not releasing those emotions to the outside world. Um, I also think it's funny, like the I was reading last night in my research, I spent way too much time researching this episode, but um, <laughs> they were talking to the lead singer of Band of Horses, the name I'm forgetting now, but um, the sort of asking about the lyrics on everything all the time. And he's essentially like, I don't know, I just kind of put words together. There's not really a meaning to them. They just kind of come together. I guess people find meaning, but not really any there. It felt like a very OG response to me. So that sealed it. Uh, <laughs> everything all the time, a band of horses. Is that a, uh, a, an adequate selection to you, Sarah? Do you have any, you can poke any holes in my logic too, if you want. No, I mean, OG's a cancer, right? Like that's a zodiac mm -hmm. sign. So like he probably is feeling things all the time and you just don't see it uh, sure. because can cancers have this like obviously like protective outer shell and that's like his coping mechanism and defense probably. But yeah, no, I think that's great. And also like, he just puts words together. He's just like, yeah, they're just words. <laughs> like, that's OG. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah, when he, if he were to, like, put together, like, a glorious sequence of, like, uh, a steal, a dunk, a chase down block, and another dunk, someone would ask, like, what happened in that sequence? He's like, I don't know. He just did things. Uh, it kind of came together. Yeah. It was pretty nice, like, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you saw it. Like, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's, yeah. that's him. <laughs> <laughs> uh wonderful we got og taken care of we move on to the man who's likely going to back him up or who knows what position this guy's going to play the possibilities are literally endless scotty barnes the raptors prized fourth overall pick uh a, a very lovely personality a, a lovely dude young sprightly energetic the center of every room he walks into who or what album are you assigning to Scotty Barnes to listen to to prepare for his rookie season in Toronto. I gave Scotty Barnes a thunder lightning strike by the go team because he's just, he is energy personified. Like he's, he's sure. so excited. He has such a great work ethic. This album 
is amazing. It's it's instrumental. It says a lot with very little, and I think that that's what Scotty Barnes is is going to be capable of doing. And also, he's he's just like it's it's so it's so fun. I want him to shine, and I feel like this would be the a great record of all the re- of all the albums that I'm recommending on these episodes. I feel like this is the one and this is the person Mm -hmm. where I'm like, you would actually listen to this. Like, this is something that I think (laughs) you could get on board with because it's, it it is, it is so great. It's so vibrant. And yeah, like Scotty has been such a gift (laughs) for us in this time of transition (laughs) and God bless the like Raptor social team for continually pushing him because it's really Mm -hmm. helped with getting over the loss of Kyle Lowry. But yeah, I think that I just want to hug him. I want to make jumping jacks with him. I want to run around and mosh with him to this record. And (laughs) and he would just have this big, beautiful smile on. I I just, I love Scotty. Like I am obsessed with Scotty Barnes. Yeah. I'm picturing him with like uh, some sort of neon uh, shirt uh, at the show (laughs) or or some kind. I I don't know. Like a neon Um, standard. Thing running around. <laughs> yeah, I listened to this album for the first time this week. Actually, I'd never heard it before. Uh, and as I was listening, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to come up with a pick that's better than this because this is absolutely <laughs> on the nose. This is fantastic." Uh, so, in response, I decided to choose an album that I know is near and dear to your heart, and sure to uh, you know either make you very angry or make you very happy. I'm not sure, uh, but I chose "Fever to Tell" by the Yeah Yeah Uh, You know. He just feels like a dance punk ass player. I don't know. Like that was kind of my uh, that was kind of my sort of thinking there. I'll defer to you on this one. Is there any fever to tell sort of parallels with Scotty Barnes here at all, or am I just pandering to you? Uh, you're doing both, and that's great. Um, but I think that um, I think I, I yeah, I definitely think so. Like take viral pin like man like there is it's it's obviously like the songs on this record are just short bursts of energy and i think that that would fit mm-hmm. for scotty as well um just like again the visual of like scotty standing in front of karen o while she like screams into a microphone and just like what the reaction <laughs> would be to that um just amazing in my head but yeah no i totally agree with it i think that he could benefit i think everybody could benefit with more karen o in their life so Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My hope is that once you know bands start coming to America or Canada again, uh, we can actually maybe have you write the feature where you go to the AAS show with Scotty Barnes and you know share with the world. Uh, <laughs> I just there are like a few. <laughs> there, there are like a few features with like basketball and music and like astrology that I would love to do. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what, I should do a CJ McCollum like co-hosted podcast on astrology. I would love to do like a tarot reading with like OG. And I think that Scotty and I would be great concert buddies. Although like mm. I'm older now and I'm like, I don't want people to be around me. Like go mom, I'll watch you, I'll watch your stuff. I'll watch your drink. Yeah. But yeah, it would be great. Yeah, I'm just going to stand over in the back corner of uh, Velvet Underground while you have a great time. Um... Donuts, be safe. Just... Don't know anybody yeah. in the neck. I made that mistake when I moshed. So do it. Oh no! Oh no! I, I, boy, I, I don't do that anymore either. I tried crowd surfing <laughs> once at a Sloan concert and it got dropped on my head. Uh, don't crowd surf at a Sloan concert. Uh, is the answer is the is the, uh, the lesson no. there? Um, 
I just was really, really into Money City Maniacs, I guess. Uh, <laughs> let's continue on here. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to do some guard talk next. Goran Dragic, Malachi Flynn, a couple of very interesting and very different characters. I see you're already fueled with contempt for Goran Dragic, and I can't wait you to get into it because I know who you picked. I know what I picked. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to get to that in one second here. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, both open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your bubble device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word. You put in 100 bucks, you get 200 bucks to play with that. Is an awesome deal. You can also take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Bucks and the Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to 25 bucks for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, Sarah, let's continue on here. Goran Dragic, a, uh, a, a point of, um, I don't know what we're saying, a point of uh, contention, anger, uh, whatever it is. Goran Dragic is up on the list here. I'm curious, where are you at here with Goran? Uh, you are not a fan. We've talked about this in the in the lead up. A lot of Raptors fans are not fans of Goran Dragic either. Where are you at with Goran Dragic? What album have you assigned him to listen to prepare to prepare for his likely like 48 games in Toronto? Um, God dang, it's like less than that because <laughs> I, I just like I've loathed him for so, so long, like <laughs> so long. I just like I I do not like him. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he's a fine person. I'll never know. But I gave him a record with another villain. So uh, I also don't like LCD sound system. I'm not a big fan of James Murphy. Uh, so I gave okay. him the LCD sound system um, self-titled. Have you ever read Baby in the Bathroom? Because like that's a great book to read. It's the oral mm. history of this of this era in New York with uh, by Lizzie Goodman, and he like is such a villain. Like he would make everybody go to the same therapist as his and it's just he to me he's not like a wonderful great person everybody like there are tons of people tons of my friends who are like oh my god i love lcd sound system like i never got into it i mm-hmm. i'm really, like bloated and overrated which is exactly how i feel about Warren. and i'm bummed that this is who we got in our trade with like the best player on our team of all time, Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just is laughable to me that like Miami fans are like, oh my God, he's not going to wear, like Kyle can't wear number seven because that's Goran's yeah, number. That's like absolutely yeah. give me a fucking break. <laughs> Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not okay. really, but that's fine. One is fine. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, I won't. I won't. If it's, it's Goran Dragic inspired, then I think we can let this one slide. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's like, there's, it seems like a lot of hate towards like one person and one record. It's just... I try to like move on from it after that. So that's my yeah. pick. It's LCD sound system. I think my partner made like 
a joke that I should have picked the record with like all my friends on it because he clearly wants to go to Dallas. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm giving credit to my partner for that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so I am one of the ghouls who kind of likes LCD sound system. I, I'm sorry. I know. I know. But you I know, mean, like your dude and most of the dudes I know would be like, you should love LCD. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be that. And like a couple far. other ones. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to go that far. I find the music to be fun. I find it to be a good concert going experience. I totally get that it's odious and that James Murphy himself is maybe not the dude you want to hit your wagon to. Um, so I totally get that. I, I do think my pick also mirrors your in the argument I'm going to make here. So here's mine. I chose Elephant by the White Stripes. Look, mm. no one really likes Jack White. Like, eh, he's great, whatever. <laughs> Jack White, like, kind of over that guy, like, a little exhausting. Similar to James Murphy, you know? Okay, whatever, a little over the top. Come on, dude, we get it. You're very talented and wonderful. Wonderful for you. But I'm sorry when it's going. And when Goran Dragic in the fourth quarter of a game where he's changing the game in the first month of the season and it's like oh they have a guard who can get to the rim this is wild it's going to be basically like <laughs> when you hear seven nation army on the radio or when you hear dance yourself clean drop into the like, like the drop and dance yourself clean you can't deny you know what i kind of like this this is pretty i hate everything it's about but i kind of like this that is what i feel like the Dragic experience is going to be this year where Yes, there's like the history. No one likes Dragic. He tried to trip OG that one time. He tried to fight Demar that one time. There's all that history there. But damn it, if you don't enjoy it, when in the fourth quarter he's winning you a game in crunch time, much like when you hear those classics from those two bands in particular. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm on the pro Goron train. I hate that I am, but I feel like I'm gonna be like the yeah, Goron's actually good guy all season long. Um, is this a disgusting pick? Are you disappointed with me? No. Uh, Jack White's also a really great villain uh, from that time. Um, the fun, like the little note that I know about the Meet Me in the Bathroom uh, book is that it like, took years for the writer to like get him to like mm -hmm. participate. And it was through like email eventually, like just like mm -hmm. inaccessible and stubborn. And yeah. I think that Goran is also stubborn. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I can't deny that he can be a good player. Like, that's all you're going to get out of me. But um, <laughs> just the contempt. You could just feel it. Uh, but no, oh, like, yeah. I think that, like, like Elephant's a, a, an interesting record. And it's Seven Nation Army, which, like, to me has just been, it, it exists in the sports world now. I don't know if you feel that same yeah. way. Like, hearing oh, it at yeah, games all the yeah. time. So it's, mm -hmm. it, it fits. It totally fits. Yeah, like that's the song that plays when Goran Dragic is going on a run in the fourth quarter and there's six minutes left. They call a timeout and they come back and Seven Nation Army's playing. It's, uh, and you're enjoying both. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Your best I'm, gonna, judgment. <laughs> I'm probably sticking my foot like so far in my mouth right now because, like I, like I said, like the contempt is very real. But like when he's winning uh -huh. for us, I'll be cheering in the ACC, which I call the ACC instead of OSHA. But yeah. I'll just be there cheering. Mm hmm. Yeah, you're not buying the record. To. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not going out to buy no. elephant elephant on on vinyl or anything like that. You're just appreciating it when you hear it once in a while. Do a thing that pleases you. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's move on to I think a less contentious character here, Malachi Flynn. Uh, mm. Going into his second season, young guy, kind of just got the tutelage of Kyle and, and Fred for a season, and figures to be in line for a pretty big role here. What album did you choose for Malachi Flynn to listen to before this season? So I picked Fever to Hell because 
because okay. I think that yeah, like I, I really I really love the energy of of this record, and I let you picked it for for Scotty because I think there are some mm-hmm. parallels there of like like Scotty is literally just energy and so is album but i feel like malachi can harness that a bit like i don't know if it's just the way that he looks when he's playing but it always like he's overthinking and it Mm -hmm. just seems like there's so much that he needs to sort of like loosen up with because he is stepping into this role and like having kyle and fred as mentors who are like fred's name is like steady freddy so obviously there is this like secure groundedness about him but i want him to be a little bit more fun i want him to be like that burst of energy running down the court and just like moving through players. And I think that this would be a great record for him to listen to, to kind of get into that mindset, like leave the last like few songs. It's like, you don't need to listen to maps unless you want to. Um, <laughs> if you're like emotional. I mean, you're not going to hurt yourself to listening to maps. I don't know. It's a pretty good song. <laughs> I mean, you might hurt yourself listening to maps because it's you so know emotional. Fair. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like the, the, the front half of that record, is so enormous so that that's mm-hmm. kind of where i went with that one i like it i like it for me with malachi flynn you know flynn is a guy who's very self-serious i think he takes you know a lot of pride in his work and he doesn't i don't know how much fun he really has like he just seems like he's one of those dudes who's like always in the gym and constantly kind of plugging away also he just spent a year getting sort of wizened up by Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. And there feels like a heaviness to Flynn going into this season. Like there's a lot like resting at his feet. Like he's got to be a very good second unit point guard. He's the Mm -hmm. only point guard behind Fred on the roster. And I want to give him an album that's going to kind of run it to be young and have fun because that's ultimately going to lead to the best results. I'm going with Boys and Girls in America by The Hold Steady uh, for Flynn. Um, You know, just a song about youth in a lot of ways. And Lots of drinking. I, like get Flynn out there. Also, I kind of wanted to somehow work in a Craig Finn Malachi Flynn pun. Haven't figured out how to land it yet, <laughs> but uh, that's also a reason for it here. Um, do you like this selection here for Malachi Flynn? Yeah, I think we both are coming from the same place where we're like, just like be happy, like loose up, like yeah. be, be a kid. Man. Yeah, yeah, be stupid. Like not too stupid, but like be stupid, be young and. I think that that's a great pick and I'm sad you didn't come up with a Flynn pun, but like, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, there's a, I could post a tweet about it. I'm sure at some point it'll be a callback <laughs> in the middle of the season. Uh, <laughs> Flynn will do something that invokes a hold steady lyric and uh, I'll, I'll bust it out. Um, all right. That's uh, it for Malachi Flynn. We're going to move on and we're going to get to Precious Achua and Yuta Watanabe, as well as a couple other options. Delano Banton, we haven't talked about yet. We'll throw a little rapid fire in the back part of the show here. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com, who, if you're like me and don't know anything about cars, is a wonderful place to go to present, prevent your lack of knowledge of cars from costing you a ton of money. Basically, when you go to the mechanic, they usually have like one part available. They're going to say, hey, this is what the thing is. This is what it costs. Pay for it. You're in a bad, vulnerable position. Your car's in trouble. Just do it. Well, you shouldn't do that anymore. You should go to rockauto.com and get the parts you need and then bring it to the mechanic and say, hey, put this in my car, please. Or if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can put it in your own car. Uh, I will never be that person. But still, I can save money by bringing the parts in and saying, hey, put this in please. Uh, rockauto.com is wonderful. They have a wonderful website you can go to and navigate. You can put your make, model, year, and the part you need, and you'll get many options as opposed to just one, all for much less than you're going to get at your usual chain store. They are a family business, and they've been doing it for 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer, whether you're a professional 
or a do-it-yourselfer, and you can get everything you need from a brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpets, everything in between. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and right locked on in there. How do you hear about us, Box? So the other we sent you, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar, who are making the best tasting protein bars in the world. I promise you, they're very good. They have nine traditional flavors and also the odd limited time flavors, seasonal flavors that'll pop up on the website. So make sure you're perusing the site every now and then to see what pops up there. You might get a grasshopper cookie, for example, which tastes like a Thin Mint, and it's delicious. I highly recommend you uh, scout the site for when those pop up. And all their other flavors that pop up as limited time additions are great as well. You can get yourself a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. You can get a three flavor box where you get six of each of three flavors or you can get a single box of one flavor lots of options lots of choice and of course built bars are healthy for you too 17 to 18 grams of protein just 130 to 180 calories per bar just four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs all tasty all good for you and they are the official protein bar of the u.s track and field team which is kind of cool go to built.com use the promo code locked 15 l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 and get 15 percent off your order that is locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com all right sarah let's round this out we got a few more names to get to let's get to precious achua who we realized before jumping on this record we forgot to assign albums to he's new to the team forgive us please but we can sort through this one in real time Precious Achua, the newest, I guess, backup center for the Raptors, the newest member of Team Six Foot Nine. What is your album choice here for Precious Achua to prepare for his first season in Toronto? Um, I'm gonna just default to my favorite album, which is uh, "Room on Fire" by The Strokes. I think that okay. it's the it's the better Strokes album out of their entire uh, discography. Although, like the new Abnormal that came out last year was amazing. Um, but mm-hmm. I love Room on Fire. I love the energy. Um, I think that anybody could benefit from listening to it if you're into Julian Casablancas's <laughs> kind of low monotone voice. Um, but yeah, so uh, because I didn't think that far ahead for Precious, <laughs> may he enjoy Room on Fire. It's okay. We had a million albums to sort through, uh, and a million players—I yeah. guess twelve players—to sort through. But that was a lot. It was—it was a very intensive research process for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, am I ashamed to admit that I researched more for this one than I do for the standard Locked On Raptors episode? Not at all. Uh, this is an important show we're doing. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, look. A lot of the Raptors stuff every day is the stuff I've talked about for a long time. It's kind of ingrained. This is kind of digging back in the vault. So I had to refresh my brain a little bit and read through some lyrical content. Was I on uh, Lyric Genius or what song meanings last night a little bit? Yes, uh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> let's continue on. Uh, we'll go, I, I'm good to go with, uh, with the strokes for Precious as well because I have less of an informed opinion than you. Let's move on to Yuta Watanabe, shall we? Uh, you know, a, a fun, lovable character on the Raptors figures to be in line for a bigger role this season after having a really nice Olympics with Japan. What is your choice here for Yuta to listen to going into his, I guess, first season as like an established member of the team? Um, another favorite. So I picked uh, Hot Fuss by The Killers because I think that Utah is a star and mm-hmm. I love this record and I, I love how enormous it is and how impactful it is. And I think that you know, he is the type of player who can do that. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the dunk from last season aside, the dunk poster, <laughs> uh, bad moment. But uh, yeah, no, I think that there's like a lot of energy and like he's not like, he's not like Mr. Brightside 
to me on this record. He's more like, believe me, Natalie, or change your minds, like mm. a little bit of a slow burner and like super, super important uh, to the team. And yeah, just another reason to say like, this is a great album that I think people should listen to. And it, the killers in this album are so much more than um, Mr. Brightside. Mm-hmm. And so that was my pick. Is all these things that I've done on that album? Yes. Yes. So that would be the song I would have played. Like, I might do an edit of this after Anthony Edwards dunks on him. When there's nowhere. <laughs> I know. Just... I'm like, I didn't want to say that to be like, <laughs> there's your moment to like rise yeah. from. But yeah, like, it's so serious. And yeah, yeah no, I think. Yeah, please, please do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, or if someone else is better at editing, you can also do that as well. And I won't, uh, I won't protest. I won't, I won't ca- accuse you of stealing my ideas because editing is hard. Um, but yeah, and it's funny because like in that, like Utah takes the blame there, but actually it was DeAndre Bembry's fault all along um, <laughs> for letting Anthony Edwards to blow by like that. Utah was yeah. just the, uh, the innocent bystander who tried really hard to block it. I would prefer to get dunked on trying to go for a block than to just let a dude soar in. Um, totally. And, like you made the yeah. effort. Like It's not like you were just standing there like silly looking and it just like happened. Like he really worked. Mm-hmm. And then there was that. So Yeah. It leads to the final song, Everything Will Be All Right, on the album. Uh, you, you know, good words to live by for Utah after getting yammed yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's continue on. we got a couple of, uh, <laughs> a couple of quick hitters here to close things out. I, I did not uh, go beyond, like, 12 players on my list because, again, I'm pulling from about 12 albums and I ran out of options. But for you, Sarah, Delano mm. Banton is an interesting character, new to the team, Already kind of a fan favorite, very quirky, weird. I have no idea what the hell I'm watching when I watch him play, but I know I like it. What is the album you're assigning to Delano Banton for the season that he's likely going to spend a lot of time in the G League, might get some NBA run, but what do you got for him to prepare for this season? Uh, so I picked uh, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not uh, by Arctic Monkeys. So it's a really okay. cheeky, energetic record. And I think that that's what Delano could be like. You know, like it's still really young. Um, you know, like him, there's a bit of fun to it. There is, you know, it's, it's a bit kind of moody and Mm -hmm. what did I write here? Um, I, he's a force and I think like, because he's playing for his hometown team, like that can definitely get into his head and being a fan favorite, I want him to succeed. So I want him to have a little bit of fun with it. And like, there are definitely some of those elements that are a bit heavier on the record, but also just like really, really cheeky. And um, I think it has like, he has that potential to be like a cheeky little player on our team. And I, I want that for him. So that was the, the album I picked for, for our that, sweet little Delano. I like that one a lot. That That's really good. I, I think when I'm sort of thinking about watching Delano Banton play, I feel like you could very easily lay a soundtrack to his dribbling style. That is just like the very mm. harsh and like, um you know very brit rocky sort of arctic monkeys guitar riffs like that kind of feels like it could be the soundtrack to his very quirky and weird bizarre dribbles um as i kind of called him he feels like uh tall delon wright in a lot of ways um with like a little (laughs) bit like uh, maybe a little bit less in terms of like slitheriness but also like he kind of makes up for it just by being very tall um and delon wright feels like an arctic monkeys player to me as well uh so i think that's a great pick um, are there any players we haven't gotten to yet? I mean, Freddie Gillespie is one. David Johnson's another. Uh, I'm not sure if we have strong Three. feelings there. Freddie Gillespie might be an interesting one here because he seems to be in a bit of a precarious spot 
going into the season. I don't know if you came up with one for Freddie. I don't know if you did, but um, I did. Sort um, of, okay, what do you got? It's like, it, I'll be really quick, but I gave him um, Antidotes by Foles, another British band. Like, there's okay. a bit more like, calculatedness to it. I think that Freddie has a lot to prove. I think this year based on what has summer league. And yeah. um, I think that, you know, coming back to this team and like trying to find his place. So like this album too is a little bit all over the place and it has this sort of like endurance bit. And I think that's what kind of Freddie should get to into his groove of um, just long, steady, just get into it. Um, so mm-hmm. that's really quick. That, that's the, the record I picked. I think that's a good one. Uh, you know, I, again, I don't really have an, an, an otherwise uh, an alternative to throw at you. Uh, you are the expert. I will trust your judgment on this. I've never heard this album before. I think I've seen Foles, but never heard any of their albums in in full, which is festival life, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Sarah, this is uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw my way home now that I'm thinking about it, which was uh, a while ago. And uh, boy, do I really not like the idea of being around human beings to that extent oh, after what we've been either. through now. i think i also think lcd sound system was at that same festival uh so you must have just uh ran away from buying tickets for that one uh entirely i've literally (laughs) never seen lcd live and i never will and that's fine with me (laughs) hey so you may notice this is a a bit of a jump cut uh in editing and that's because we finished recording the show and we forgot that we had not really realized we did not talk about Gary Trent Jr. Uh, in either of these two episodes, which is uh, truly, truly uh, a problem because Gary Trent Jr. is a delight. We talked about him briefly on the Thursday episode of the show and forgot to get to him entirely here because my rundown was flawed. Um, so before we get to the actual end of the show, now that we've talked about Utah and Delano Band and Freddie Gillespie, Let's throw in a little uh, addendum before the end. I guess it's not an addendum. I don't know what this is. Either way, uh, Gary Trent Jr., Sarah McDonald, uh, what album did you choose to assign Gary Trent Jr. to listen to going into this coming season? So I gave him Is This It by The Strokes. Okay. 20-year uh, anniversary of that record. Um, so, like, Gary is, um, like... I don't know. Like, I think like aesthetically this fits really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I think you'd be like, yeah, this is really interesting and like really groove to it and feel like the New York, like California kind of vibe on the record. Um, my, again, my partner made a funny joke that it would be like, is this it? If he doesn't live up to his contract. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> just, he's, oh, the man is like, made by like having a player option in his third year like the amount of time like just the sheer minutes he spent upset about it last night when we were talking about this <laughs> podcast but like anyway that's his joke but uh no i think like gary's really cool i think he cares a lot about his appearance i think he cares a lot about uh the work put into it as well like i don't mean to say that gary is like superficial and neither is this record but like aesthetically sure. it really establishes the period whether people care about it or not like i said i think room on fire is a better album um but i still find value in this one and i think Mm -hmm. it's just a good starter record for gary you know like he's starting the season here like establish um what his presence is going to be like in toronto and you know he he's last year like i think he had he has so much more opportunity than he did in portland and clearly he's the hottest player on this team and he elevates the hotness of our team overall 
Uh, that one goes out to Lauren Mitchell, who like appreciates the hell out of all of our players and how attractive they are. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that uh, is this it is is for Gary. That's a good one. Uh, I went with a different choice for this. I went with Oracular Spectacular by MGMT. Uh, you find this to be a funny selection. Yes. And maybe it is. Again, I am a fool and I have uh, very little uh, like deep knowledge on any of these albums. I'm just going by feel, electric feel, if you will. Um, it does feel like he just feels like an electric feel type player. Like he'd just be strutting out to that like groovy beginning of that song that feels yeah. like a Gary Trent sort of aura to a song kids is you know I, I think maybe a bit more depressing song than it leans on but um you know, it's you know the the vibe of the song is very uplifting and upbeat and youthful and so that's why i signed it to gary trent jr again this could be a flaw you feel free to poke holes in my logic here sarah uh but i did want to get your reaction to my selection of uh oracular spectacular for gary trent i think because like electric feeling kids have just been like I don't know about you, but when I went to bars in like 2007 to like 2012, oh, yeah. probably, like you just mm -hmm. nonstop heard those songs. But yeah. now I think with like so much time removed, like I could see him like with the swagger on the court. That's what he's listening to. And he's got like a really like vibrant, like silk outfit or something. Like <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. like, like, he's just like, he's got the swagger. And uh, so I think it fits. But I, I was just like, MGMT, like I have not thought about them in so long <laughs> so that's why it was such a surprising pick to me yeah i mean i'm thinking like i'm just envisioning gary trend jr at a festival with mgmt playing it. the headline he's got reflective sunglasses on he's wearing a scarf and short shorts and maybe no shirt i don't know but he's and just really open, like yeah yeah, he's just yeah. Like, like button down yeah he is that, the that one feels... player like him scotty i think like I would love to go to a show with Scotty, but I would also love to go to a show <laughs> with uh, Gary. It's a shame that like OVO Fest hasn't been around forever because I could just yeah. see him vibing on like the the deck or whatever um, over at Molson and just yeah. <laughs> hanging out with those glasses on. Yep. Yep. That feels uh, pretty on point. Uh, and that will do it for our little uh, Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> insertion into the podcast because uh, I forgot to put it on the rundown. Either way, you're, you're none the worse off as the listener. You just get to hear this and then hear the rest of the show, which uh, begins right now. Yeah, that works. That feels like a good way to wrap this one up. Sarah, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful hour and 20 minutes we've spent on Thursday morning talking about indie rock from the 2000s and assigning them to our favorite basketball team. I've had a ton of fun. Hope the listeners have enjoyed it as well. We'll probably have to bring back musical homework again with different genres. This is a ton of fun. Uh, but uh, Sarah, where can people check out your work? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Sarah S. McDonald on Twitter. Um, I spelled it right saying, this time on the Chiron. I'm so proud of you. Very <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. Um, anybody who's looking for a Sarah McDonald, like, that's cool. Maybe she's like old version of me in a different like dimension or whatever. But um, yeah, you can also find me like sarahsmacdonald.com. Um, listen to all of these records, read Meet Me in the Bathroom. And also I hope you enjoy. Oh my God. I didn't even think about this for the first um, episode, but like Cookie Norm. I should just like, just, just appreciate gingerbread Cookie Norm. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> uh sarah thank you so much this was an absolute blast thank we'll have you. To have you back again some 
time uh to the listeners thank you as always for uh watching listening supporting the show we love you very much and uh we continue to appreciate your continued subscriptions uh, on youtube and also your subscribing rating review and telling a friend about the podcast that's the thing is uh telling a friend is still the way people learn about podcasts the most so if you have a friend who likes the raptors suggest this podcast it would be very much appreciated i promise if this is your first episode which i think we do have some first time viewers and listeners on youtube uh we talk about basketball a lot too you can look at previous episodes we had leonard hamilton on last week uh but we have some fun as well because it's a daily podcast you gotta mix it up either way thank you so much for tuning in we'll talk to you again on monday vivek jacob will be back in his usual monday slot big v monday as it is colloquially known around here have a wonderful weekend we'll talk to you again then another episode of locked on raptors Bye bye <laughs>